Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome back this week. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And um, today we're going to um, start with, um, we'll open, I'll open up in prayer today, but uh, we'll be talking about apostate teachers. Um, but as I've reminded this week, we have a lot of people going back to school. Uh, it's crazy to think summer is over. And so we have a lot of people going back to school. And with that, uh, like Pam, you're, you know, you work in the school system. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're heading, you're heading back to school. You probably already started this week. Yes, we did. Yeah, we started okay. this week. Uh-huh. All right. And, you know, what an awesome, um, we're talking about being ambassadors. So what an awesome um, format you have, because uh, with all of our listeners who are teachers, uh, staff that works in schools, not just teachers. I mean, you have you have staff, you have nurses, mm-hmm. um, uh, things like that. So um, today I'm just going to um, open up in prayer and um, really direct it towards um, blessing all of us who are listening that are working in the school system. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge responsibility. Um, right that you're doing that for, you know, our children that we send to the schools. Um, so you have a big responsibility. So let's open up in prayer. Dear Holy Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. You are the one who was, is, and is to come. Your wise counsel tells us to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Today, We lift our um, hearts up in prayer for those who train our children, who are not the least in your kingdom. We pray for our educational systems across our nation, both public, private, and our homeschool parents. They are teachers as well. We pray for your blessings to be upon the support personnel involved in transportation, building maintenance, um, school lunches, um, in our local, regionals, and national school systems that they may work as unto the Lord. We pray for the teachers that they will not grow weary in well-doing. Your holy word, your scriptures teach us that not everyone can be a teacher. So Lord, may the parents and guardians of the students be respectful towards the teachers. Father, we ask also that all the efforts of our educators be for the common good of our nation. We pray for the students to have eyes to see, ears to hear, that the Father in heaven has provided a place for them to learn. Um, Our Heavenly Father, protect the students from the forces that mean to do them harm. And we ask that our children have positive experiences that that they can build on. And may they learn from the negative ones and that there is a God who loves them. And dear Heavenly Father, we, we continue and ask that your divine protection be for our educational systems across our land. We pray all these things um, in your precious name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. And uh, this week, uh, did we have um, did we have any stats that came in this we week? We do. Um, we had several. 
And I wanted to mention that um, we are actually up 58% on the live demand. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we saw that summer slope. Yeah. Um, and I know everybody didn't like the COVID lockdown, but it did. I think it did open up some doors for people to um, come and listen. And I noticed that um, the new people that come during that time have been have been staying and been regular listeners. Been faithful. Good. Yes. Um, this week, um, our highest hits on demand was um, Times Past, our title of Times Past. And number two came in questions and answers that one week that we did several different questions and answers. Mm-hmm. And then do all roads lead to heaven? That still made it on the top five list, which I think is, is interesting. Yeah. So this is on demand so they can, um, whether they're listening on their podcast, on any type of podcast, um, they're actually going down the list and picking these items to listen to. Hmm. Um, list this week, um, the very first for this week, the most hit was deliverance from the power of indwelling sin. And that was, uh, the one that was listened to this week, the most. Um, And every week, I think it's so interesting that every week we, we see one or two new listeners in a completely different country. Mm -hmm. And um, the country that we are uh, having a lot of conflict with this week, we have um, one listener that came on the on on live demand Mm-hmm. Um, from that area, which I thought was very um, encouraging. Yeah. Um, and our our one country that's very heavily uh, persecuted, we still are growing um, at least one or two yeah. each week on that. So it's almost doubled in size since the summer. Yeah. Wow, that's good. That's good that we're able to reach out, um, you know, back when. Well, go ahead. If you yeah. if you reach one person, you may be reaching ten or fifteen others mm-hmm. through that person. Mm-hmm. So we pray that that person is able to uh, pass the word on, yes. pass the truth on. Yeah, everybody has family and friends. That's right. Yeah, the coworkers. If you don't have any friends, you do have coworkers. Yeah. yeah. So you do meet people. So mm-hmm. if it's just yes. one, it's it could be five. And if you don't have any friends, we're your friend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's um, that's good to hear. And, you know, with that progressing, um, you know, especially in the, the hard countries, you know, that they're mm-hmm. able to hear the word. Um, and uh, we pray that they apply that to their lives. And um, generally, we have questions come in. And mm-hmm. um, this week, did we have any questions? We had in? two questions come in. Okay. Um, pretty good. And I think they're referring, they referred back to the lessons last week. Okay. So I'll read the first question. We have two. And what I'll do is I'll read the first question and um, Michael will answer that. And then we'll go on to the second one. Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, the first one is, I listened to your program this Tuesday, and I'm interested to know the scriptures that tell us that Satan thought he could defeat Christ at the cross. Can you explain the scriptures that, um, that go on this point, please? Okay. All right. Well, well, go ahead, Michelle. Yeah. Will you read uh, 
Read a couple of verses out of Genesis for us, Michelle. Yeah, that's what I um, was looking up uh, before the program. And so if I can jump in before you go into yours, um, since Genesis is the beginning, I'll start with Genesis. Um, so I was looking, and I always look in the King James Version. Uh, so that's why I'll be reading it from. You better but, be. <laughs> okay. So that's Genesis 1, 28. And it says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that is moved upon the earth. That was, that was God uh, speaking to Adam, mm-hmm. and he gave him dominion over the entire earth. So he was to uh, have dominion over the earth and be in control of everything on the earth and and of course it leads to a government mm-hmm. but but he is he's the first man and he was to control the entire earth have dominion over the earth yeah uh and if i go over to genesis um 2 1 uh it says thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them okay the uh, this is god speaking he he finished the heaven and the earth and all the hosts of them. So, so God has set up a government, a heavenly government, and he set up an earthly government. The earthly government was started with Adam, and then he has a heavenly government. So, the, so you have to keep in mind, it's a government building, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is the start of... Um, you know, as the question says, uh, interested to know the scriptures that tell us that Satan thought he could defeat Christ at the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, in, it starts in the beginning, back in right. Genesis. Right. Um, so let me go over to Genesis 315. Okay. That says, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and in between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Okay, he's talking about Satan, and Satan knows how to read, and this is starting of prophecy. So he said, said the seed of the woman will, will crush his head. So in Satan's mind, he's got to think, okay, I've got to wait, find out who this seed is, and then I will have to destroy him before he can destroy me. And now, and, and of course, at this point, at this point, Adam has lost his control over the earth. He has lost that. Now Satan is in control, and he's the prince of this world. And Satan now has the authority, okay? So that's the beginning. So let me read uh, Luke 4, 6 through 8. And the devil said unto him, all he's he's talking to Christ. This is he's talking to Christ during Christ's 40, 40 days of fasting. And, and the devil said unto him, unto Christ, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and the whomsoever I will, I'll give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, and shall be in thine. And Jesus answered and said, Unto him, get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thy serve. 
So Satan, Satan knows who Christ is. He knows he's a son of God. And he, he knows that if he can get Christ to be under him, because he, he, Satan does have the authority to give Christ whatever he's talking about here, that power and, and that glory. So Satan has that authority to do that. And you don't read any place anywhere where Jesus said, no, you don't have the authority. But Satan mm -hmm. has the authority. Okay. And um, let's go to John uh, 6, 70 to 71. Jesus answered them, have, have not I chosen you 12? He's talking to his, the, 12, the 12 apostles. Jesus answered them, having not I chosen you 12, and one of you is a devil. And you think, well, why would he choose one that he knows is a devil? Well, Christ has a secret. He has a mystery, but he has something secret from, from the before the beginning of the world. The Godhead come together, and they have a secret, and they haven't revealed this secret to Satan or any of the powers. So Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spake, he spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he is what he he for it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So God has a plan, and of course God knows the future. So God has a plan, and in that plan he has this mystery that's not revealed to anybody yet. And Luke, let's go to Luke 22, 2 and 4, 2 through 4. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they free, feared the people. Satan operates through his children the, if, uh, against the saints. If you're, if you're an unsaved person, you're a child of Satan. And you're under his control because he is the prince of the world. Okay. Number three here. Then entered Satan into Judas. All right. So we're wondering, did, did uh, Satan think that he could destroy Christ? Mm -hmm. Then Satan, then entered Satan into Judas, surname Iscariot being of the number of the 12. So Satan actually entered into him and he went his way and communed with the chief priests and the captains, how they might betray him unto them. So Satan has entered into Judas. And, and of course that's to kill him. In other words, this whole thing was to get rid of the Messiah. And remember back when Christ was born, what did Herod try to do? Of course, Herod's under the control of the prince mm -hmm. of this world. What mm -hmm. did Herod try to do? He tried to kill. That's yeah, right. Try to kill um, all the babies that were born. That's right. So Herod tried to kill the. So he the Messiah. He, yeah. The Christ. So he so he figured he if he could kill the Messiah, he wouldn't have to worry about him coming back on him or whatever destroying and him. And what? Um, just a tidbit here. We see that Satan's using religious people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and that's of course that's the same today. Mm -hmm. The um, in the in in uh, Christianity, 
he uses he'll use he'll use saints he'll use saved people today and he'll make them ambassadors of uh doctrine of devils say that believe in what's not true mm-hmm. and confuse it because that's how he gets into the body of christ so okay i'll go to second thessalonians 2 3 through 4 let no man deceive you by this by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition the son of perdition is we talked about Son of perdition is uh, Judas. He was entered by Satan. Then, of course, they have the Antichrist, which was entered by Satan. Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So this whole thing. Satan is wants to destroy the Messiah, and he wants to have total control over over the earth mm-hmm. and and the heavens. By the way, mm-hmm. um, John seventeen twelve. I'll read this one more verse here. I guess. Okay. While I was with them in the world, I kept them. This is Christ speaking. When I was with them in the world, I kept them in Thy name. Those that Thou givest me, I kept. I have kept. And none of them have I, them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. So he was fulfilling prophecy, uh, and Satan was, or uh, Judas was part of that prophecy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go to Revelations 13, 1 through 10. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was likened to the leopard, uh, and his feet were as the feet of bear, and it goes on and on and on. But it's talking about the dragon uh, during the uh, tribulation the time of the tribulation and and satan continues to try to destroy um michelle you can go on break if you like michelle is her sound out uh no we're actually continuing because this uh question okay a lot involved so we're continuing okay go ahead and this is talking about the um during the tribulation and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped uh, the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. We're talking about Satan. And the power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God and blasphemy his name and his tabernacle and them that dwelt in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And the power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwelt upon the earth shall worship him whose name are not, whose names are not written in the book of life or the book of life or the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. 
he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. He is he is the patient the patient and the faith of the saints. I was just reading that to show you what uh, Satan's continuing on. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to, but I'd like to go back a little bit um, to the question: Is why did he think that he could uh, kill um, Jesus? Yeah, he, yeah at, the at the cross. At the cross. Yeah. When yeah. when when at the cross is when the battle was fought, and when we talked about uh, that the um, that he would bruise bruise that seed's heel. Mm-hmm. And and the seed would crush his head. That's when that happened. That's when Satan was defeated. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, that's when it when it was defeated. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, Satan is fighting all this way because of his his pride. Basically, he was thrown out of. Mm-hmm the heavens because of his pride and he wanted to be god yeah yeah and he was and he, thinking so, that he could do that yeah he figured yes. he could he could do that mm-hmm. he's the, conniving but the, so but the but the mystery but the mystery is that if if he would have if him and the principalities would have known that that was part of god's plan yeah and that that christ would die he was buried, and then he rose again the third day, and that defeated Satan's plan mm-hmm. to kill, to kill, uh, to kill Christ. And then God made Christ head over everything. We still have Satan, the prince of this world and the prince of air, but Christ now is is the head over that, and he's going to use the body of Christ and Israel to be a part of defeating Satan forever. And I think we'll get into a little bit here when you answer your second question, Pam. Okay. Uh, the second question is, can you define with scripture how and why God kept the mystery a secret? This is very interesting, and I would like to study this as well. How did, why did God keep the mystery a secret? Okay. In Colossians let me read Colossians 2, 13 through 15. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened, brought to life. He's talking about us. Together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took us out of the way, nailing it to the cross, knowing nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled this is the important part. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of, of them openly, triumphing over them. In other words, the body of Christ, uh, the body of Christ is going to be part of that heavenly kingdom that Satan wanted. And, and his, uh, him and his principalities and powers and thrones and whatever, they're spiritual, and he has authority over that. But the mystery was that the mystery is that uh, the body of Christ that we're now part of the body of Christ. 
of course, the body of Christ is the mystery. What is, and what is the purpose of the body? Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the body is to rule and reign with Christ. Okay, and that's over Satan. In Acts uh, 2, 32 through 36, this Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord saith unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus, whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. So now there, Satan is uh, his footstool, Christ's footstool, and Christ is ruling. So now Christ, Christ now has to get rid of the uh, the swamp. What we was talk about the swamp, mm-hmm. get rid of the swamp, earthly and heavenly, and he's using Israel to get rid of the swamp on earth and he's using the body of Christ to get rid of the swamp in, in heavenly places. And just jumping in there, uh, just some from some of our uh, Facebook listeners. Um, thank you, Judith and Karen. Um, just this kind of really goes with the same thought of how Satan thought that he could uh, defeat Christ. Uh, so um, like Judith was reminding us that in Isaiah 14, 4, 14, 14, where he's, he's thinking, this is Satan thinking that it says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. And that's him, you know, saying that this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be over, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, see, over his, Christ. He thought his wisdom was greater than God's, but God's wisdom is greater than his, because mm-hmm. if, if his wisdom was greater, he would have known that uh, he would know not to crucify Christ. He would know not to right. kill him. So. And, and that's uh, what Karen brought up as well. Um, she said, 1 Corinthians 2.8, which says, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. That's part of our lesson here. Mm-hmm. I'll read 2 Timothy 2.11-13. through It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we also uh, live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. In 1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 9, which covers the one verse that we, mm-hmm. the listener had. Yeah. How be we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, perfect meaning mature, Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the nor of the princes of this world. In other words, not the wisdom of Satan, the prince of this world, that come to nigh. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Which none of the prince of this world knew, or if they, if they had known it, they would have not crucified the glory, mm-hmm. the Lord of glory. Mm-hmm. So that shows that God's wisdom is greater than man's wisdom. 
and greater than Satan's wisdom. Mm -hmm. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And let's go down here to uh, Colossians 1, 10 through 14. Pam, would you read that one, please? Colossians yeah. 10. Colossians, Colossians 1. 1, verses 10 through 14. Yes. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glory, glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with jo joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Okay, the inheritance, that's, that's, we're enjoying a part of Christ's inheritance that inherits part of our inheritance. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Verse 13, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So we're, we're a part of this kingdom, of this heavenly kingdom. We're going to rule and reign with Christ. And, and, and at some point, we're going to take up those positions, those powers and principalities and those powers and thrones. We're going to take those up after, after Satan's, peep, Satan's followers are out of that. They'll be kicked out. Second Thessalonians uh, 2, 8 through 9. And then shall the wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with, with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs of lying wonders. So he's going to be destroyed. Uh, second mm -hmm. Timothy, second um, Timothy two twenty five through 26 in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God preadventure will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snares of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So we pray that the saints will be taken out of the snares uh, of Satan. And of course the lost, the ones that are blinded by the prince of this world, that they will see the light and that light shines through us christ lives through us so that they're not captive anymore so they're mm -hmm. set free in, in second corinthians 5 17 there if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things become new after the rapture we be, we receive a brand new body it'll be uh Capable, it'll be not only, um, it'll be spiritual and it'll also be physical. So we'll be able to control, to um, govern in the spiritual sense because we'll, our heavenly home is, is in heaven. Our home is in heaven and, and we'll rule and reign with Christ in a spiritual sense, plus we'll have a physical body. Mm-hmm. Colossians um, 1, 16 through 20. Michelle, you want to read that one? Sure. 
For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and okay. for him. And in this verse is talking, it's not talking about trees and, and plants and animals. It's talking about powers and principalities. And when we're talking about God is setting up a government, a, a heavenly government and an earthly government. The heavenly government, uh, Christ is going to rule supreme through the body of Christ. And then he's, he's going to run, rule supreme on earth through Israel and the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, go ahead and show. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it is pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. That's right. And the, um, uh, he'll have total, total preeminence over all that. Mm-hmm. And re- remember, uh, before the cross, before the mystery, Satan thought he could handle that. And he didn't, he didn't worry about the powers that he had in the heavenly places because no man ever ascended to heaven. Mm-hmm. Man was tied to the earth. So he didn't worry about the heavens mm-hmm. and, and the powers and principalities that he had in heavenly places. And that's why, and because God gave, God wrote down the prophecy, Satan could read that and see what's going to happen. But he, he had no idea what was going to happen to the heavenly principalities, where the bot, where that's the mystery, the body of Christ comes into the picture. And now he knows, today he knows that someday this body of Christ is going to rule and reign over him and, of course, destroy him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why he, he's up against the church, the body of Christ. He can't take us out of, out of the body of Christ. But he can deceive us, and 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 by his wails and his uh, deception, he can go to a saint and give them bad doctrine or whatever, which makes them of no use to the body. But they're still saved. They're they're saved pers- persons, but they're allowing Satan to um, control them. Well, he doesn't of- want the truth of the gospel. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He doesn't yeah. want the yeah. sound truth of the gospel to go out. Yeah. Um, that's why he works so hard and um, changing he... changing the gospel to, uh, as he Paul ch- would say, accursed. Yeah, he, ch- he changes to works. He always he always takes the grace of God and he always takes the grace, the free gift, and mm-hmm. he wants to mix works with it. See. Mm-hmm. So that way he deceives deceives the believers and, of course, the non-believers mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to come in because he wants to confuse them. Okay. We've got Ephesians uh, 1, 19 through 23. Yep. Pam, you want to read that one, please? I will. Okay. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power in us to us word 
who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which we wrought in Christ when he raised from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. That's, that's the part that really defeated uh, Satan, mm-hmm. that God put him now in charge of everything, Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. In verse 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Yeah, we, as the body of Christ, we made, we're now complete in Christ at that time. When, when we're raptured at, we'll be complete in Christ. Christ will be complete in us and we'll be complete in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 24 through 27. Then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, or he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that he shall destroy is death, for he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifested that he is accepted. Of course, accepted by God. He presents this to God, which did put all things under him. And Michelle, would you want to read um, Ephesians Uh, 3, 1 through 11? Sure. Uh, For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. And that's um, Ephesians 3, um, 1 through 11. That was, yeah, 3, 1. So that was one. Now we're going to go quickly to a break and then we'll come back to finish this question. What is the purpose of the body? We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for The Power of Young People to Change the World, hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? 
Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are listening to the radio program Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14th Street Ministries.com. Now back to Why Paul. And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lanton. And we are finishing our questions that came in from our listeners last week. Uh, we're finishing the part of the body of Christ is the mystery. What is the purpose of the body? Uh, so I'll continue. Uh, we were in Ephesians 3, 1, uh, and I'm reading 1 through 11. Okay. So I'll actually start. I'm just going to start at 1 again. Right. Okay. Um, for this calls I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. If ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how that revelation he, he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof, and I'm on verse 7 now, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he pur purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, so we're, we're a part of that uh, beautiful kingdom that's coming. It's something to really look forward to and something that we should really get excited about what our future is. We're not going to be sitting on some cloud someplace. We're going to have responsibilities, and, and it's going to be part of that body of Christ, which Satan mm -hmm. fears. Mm -hmm. uh, Pam, would you read, um, and of course, and this last one here, according, uh, verse 11, according to the eternal purpose, which he had purposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Pam, would you like to read Ephesians 1.10? 1 Find out what this eternal purpose is. Okay, Ephesians 1.10, mm -hmm. that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, 
both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. And I'll go ahead and read 12. Okay. That we should be to the praise of his glory, whom first who first trusted in Christ. Yeah, and this was all all decided by the Godhead, this council, that this eternal purpose of his of the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, which created everything. And this eternal purpose was Christ would have total dominion over the heavens and over the earth. And he'll have a people uh, ruling with him in the heavenly places, and he'll have a people working or ruling with him on the earthly places, in the 12 tribes of Israel. So he has a plan, and the plan's being fulfilled. There's mm-hmm. nothing that Satan can do or we can do or anything can do to change that. This Christ was predestined to rule and reign supreme. And that's, there's two different governments. And that one government becomes one in one house under, under Christ. The foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the head of, head of that house is the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the listener who sent in those two questions. Uh, those were packed uh, with information. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, thanks for sending those questions in. Uh, so we're actually going to go into um, it's um, the lesson um, that we're going to talk about today is uh, the warning concerning apostate teachers. Yeah, we'll probably get part of this, and then we'll have to finish up the, ne- the rest of it next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. So, yeah, the warning concerning uh, apostate teachers. Second um, Peter two. I'll read the whole chapter. But there were false prophets also among the people. This is, this is Peter. This is the last letter that Peter wrote uh, before his uh, martyrdom. So before he lost his life, before he was killed. Towards the end of, it was at the end of his ministry. Ministry of the gospel of the kingdom that was given to him by Christ. Christ's earthly ministry. But there were false prophets also among the people even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by, by reason of whom the way of the truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with Feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of the long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not his angels, spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains and darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spare not the old world, but save Noah and the eight persons a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turn the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, 
condemned them with an over, overthrow, making them an example unto those that after live ungodly, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteousness man dwelleth among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawfulness, unlawful deeds. The Lord, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of the temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walked after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despised government, presumption are they, self-willing, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. But these, a natural brute beast, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things that they understand not, and shall utter, utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the rewards of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the day in in the daytime, spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivingness, deceiving, while they feast with with you, having eyes full of adultery, and they cannot cease from sin, beguiled unstable souls, and as hearts they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. So he's talking about the the ungodly and the and the false teachers that are um, unrighteous, but they appear to be righteous. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. that's that's Peter. He has a problem, just like Paul does, with with um, uh, teachers that. Uh, mm-hmm. The false teachers. The false teachers. Mm-hmm. That appear to be right. So. Well, okay. the mark, you know, it's talking about the marks of the false teachers um, are like Balaam. And Balaam was a typical uh, prophet, a hired prophet, that was anxious only to make market of, of his gift. And this was a way that Balaam and the doctrine of Balaam worked. I have um, 2 Peter 2, 15 and 16, um, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray following the way of Balaam and the son of Bosar, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumbass speaking with man's voice forbid the madness of the prophet. Now that's referring back to... uh, Number, numbers uh, 22 and 20, 22, uh, 23 and 20, 33. You have that? Yeah, do you want, I don't have that. Do you want to read that? Yeah, let me. That was the story of um, Balaam. Yeah. Let's see here, numbers. And that's not a bad word. <laughs> I mean, we used to. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The King James Version kind of brings out the truth and what the donkey mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually means he couldn't speak. Yeah, right. Numbers 22, um, 23 through 
and God's anger was just talking about God and 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 Balaam. Mm -hmm. And God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon an ass, and his two servants with him were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field, and Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyard, and a wall being on this side and a wall being on that side. And when it, when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself unto the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in the narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times? And Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, I would there I would there we wear a sword in my, if that if I had a sword in my hand basically for now would I kill thee and the ass said unto Balaam am not I thy ass upon thy thou hast ridden ever since I was thine unto thy day unto this day was I ever want to do to do so unto thee and said nay then the Lord opened the eye of Balaam and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn in the in his hand and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face and the angel of the Lord said unto him wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times behold I went out to withstand thee because thy, thy way was perverse before me and the ass saw me and turned turned me from these three times unless she had turned from me surely now also I had slain thee and saved her life in other words he said I would have saved the, the well it's amazing that the uh, animal saw saw the glory of God first yeah when and and Balaam's supposed to be this prophet like I said the marks of a false teacher he refers mm -hmm. him to like Balaam he his eyes and heart weren't open to the spiritual things and the rightful things of God. Yeah. And, and next week when we come back, uh, we're getting ready to end now. Uh, yeah. When we come back next week, we're going to start and we'll be talking about they are destitute of spirit, which is actually the vulnerable ones are the ones that are just coming out um, of the world into the church because they experience, they lack the experience of knowledge to know better and that's why it, what we do as ambassadors is so important, how we're spreading that word. So we appreciate everybody joining us this week, and we will see you next week.
have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.